and they're like, I claim D-R-E-A-M as my anthem, I'd be like, <laughs> we've got some problems. Um, sometimes when I'm having like a really bad day and like one thing after the other keeps happening, so. what pops into my head is, uh oh, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Under Our Roof. I'm Lizzie. And I am Grace, or Semler, depending on how you know me. Although I won't be Semler for a while because tour is over. Well, you're still Semler. I know, but I won't feel like Semler. You can just go put on a pink cowboy hat and walk around the neighborhood. And you're right. (laughs) And maybe I will. I do have a little bit of the post-tour blues, but I'm very happy to be connecting with you all today. Coming to you for another episode of Under Our Roof. This is our uh, semi-secret chaotic queer podcast about living the simple life at home. And we have a lot of things to get into, a lot of developments under our roof. But I do want to be strategic on this episode about how we talk about it. I didn't know if you were going to even go there. But I I said we could talk about it a little bit, but but vaguely. I know, but if we're too vague, it's going to cause, like, speculation that we're not intending. Okay, well, let me just say, it's not a baby. But we did get another dog. Am I allowed to say that? Wow, you just... I was going to say there's another loaf on the couch. Okay. We are recording this on our couch, and there's another loaf of bread. Yeah. And you can interpret that however you want. It's a cute loaf. I mean, you you just said it. I'm sorry. I thought we were going to speak in code. Well, you can bleep it out. See, but if we speak in code, to me, it's obvious. Like, okay, there's two loafs on the couch, but I don't know. Like, other people might not really understand our way of being vague, and I worry that we'll just be confusing. We have a baby. Yeah. No, we don't. But we kind of do. Well, there's um, a new heartbeat in our house. There's a new heartbeat in our home, and really, I guess, she has a heart murmur, too, so yeah. she's got... She's got a bunch of heartbeats going on. Yeah. It took a while to adjust to. I was like, her heart is racing. And then we learned that it's a heart murmur. But we we did adopt a new dog. And I just want to take some time to adjust to having a new family member. So we are going to do a full episode telling you about her and how it came to be and everything. And we're really, really excited. But for now, it you know, it's we're less than a week in. Yeah, we just, okay, I guess we're not going to go that much in detail. But we did, when I say we adopted brand a new dog, new. brand new. And the story of how it all came to be is really, really special. And I can't wait to share the whole thing. And if you follow us we on kinda, social- She kind of like bumped into our lives. Yeah. Um, If you follow us on social media, you might have- not seen anything about this so this probably is coming as a big surprise unless you happen to know us and i've like texted you pictures because i have sent some of my friends i haven't even updated all of my like best friends yet about this because it's so new but i have updated a few friends about it and anyway if you follow us you haven't seen anything about her yet because we're just gonna wait like two weeks to not okay let me clarify Grace said we should just we don't need to like post everything that happens to us in real time, which I agree with. And let's just like maybe after we've had her for 10 days or two weeks or so, like we can share a picture and announce it. But the reason for that is just because we want to get to know her and like kind of take our time, not because we're like not sure if we're keeping her. She fits in with our family really well. We're keeping her. Yeah, we love her. We're we're, we're so happy that we have her and that she's part of our family now. But I think it's also okay to 
just, you know, it's a major adjustment. And yeah. she's had a lot to adjust to as you we will explain. as it will all become clear. She's, she's had a lot going on yeah. in her personal life. <laughs> and so out of respect for her and for us, we're just trying to be really low key about everything. And when the time is right, we'll be really excited to do let's say that this is like a soft announcement mm-hmm. and then we'll do a big uh our our hard opening is that what they, is that what they call grand it? Opening. our grand opening, opening. Grand this opening. is the soft opening of uh introducing y'all and then there will be a grand opening at some point in time but we, pretty soon i think it's very called. very soon yeah. yeah but i you know it's it's really special that we have this community every week we get to check in with each other and we do share a bit more candidly about our lives on um, the podcast. And so we just wanted to fill y'all in that there is a there is a new I was gonna say person. <laughs> she is fully not a person. Well, um, depends how you see. But it. she's got a lot of personality. Yes. So uh, we are excited to tell you about that soon. But that's not what this episode is about. As I said, I have been traveling a lot. I think I've basically been on the road from like February until beginning of May. Yeah, I, I guess mean, so, pretty much. Like, you got I just, back like three days ago. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I, I, for, I thought it was still April. No, you're right. From like February until May, I've pretty much just been traveling or in between traveling or preparing to travel for um, tour and for shows. And I have to say, I wasn't really sure how I would feel. I've never this kind of like been embarking on a brand new career. I've I've been doing music for a while, but I'd never been at the point where I was able to travel for my music. And that only recently started happening. And so I wanted to see how I liked it. I love it so much. I love doing shows so much. I love the pace of life. I love meeting people. I love the energy. I love the life that it brings into my songs. I think of things that I've written in different ways, just seeing it connect with different people and your own interpretations. It's just been amazing trying food in new places. Go, I mean, even gas stations, like different gas station culture. I love all of it. I love it so, so much. And I'm definitely having the the post-tour blues. You You go through a lot of emotions and also just hormonally like you get this surge of adrenaline before you go on and then you're kind of off and it's this come down and I'm totally experiencing that but I thought that it could be a little fun on this episode to introduce y'all to one of my favorite road trip games I played this on the Reliant K tour oh my gosh they are this this was like a really funny game to play with them and I will explain why later and I've also played this on road trips just with my friends um I would never do this to an unsolicited person sitting next to me on an airplane to be clear but if we are on a road trip and we consent to playing a car game I will do this I'm never the person that's going to cold call someone next to me so this game (laughs) that would be intense you imagine be like hey where are you going Do you want to play Perfect in Every Way? So the game is called Perfect in Every Way. And I think it originated as a youth group game, which is very very fitting. I didn't know of it until I met you. But some of my earliest memories of like being at college parties together (laughs) and stuff. What a nightmare. And by I mean, college parties, I mean, like a few friends gathering, not like a rager. But me being like, do you want to play Perfect in Every Way? No, it was such a fun game. I remember we've played basically like great this is like grace's game i feel like a lot of our friends know it as like the game grace loves to play but it's genuinely a really fun conversation starter and you can kind of take it as pg to not pg as you want to well i learned it as the very pg youth group game that i thought i thought everyone knew this game i thought this was like one of those you know you know what what are i'm trying to think of one of those games everyone plays growing up like duck duck goose or something Mm. like that type of a childhood game I thought that that 
that that was perfect in every way. And mm -hmm. I realize that it's not. And this is the way that the game works. I need to explain it in the way that I've sort of contrived this game as I've gotten older, which is this. I'm going to tell you about a person who is perfect in every way. This is a fantasy game. So even if you have a partner, just imagine for a minute, just suspend your disbelief. You are in a whole brand new world without this person. Don't get sad because I'm about to tell you about a person who is perfect in every way. Your perfect match, except for one quality that you cannot change. You have to view this quality as a curse a witch from a Disney movie came down at this person's birth and cursed them with this quality. You cannot outsmart the game. Okay? Yeah, you can't give the answer. You cannot of like, reason the well, game. Well, maybe I, maybe over time they would stop. They will that. not. It's they like, will no. not stop. This is this is their burden in life. Then you have to decide if it's a deal breaker or not. So let's do a sample round of something that is really really easy. Okay, perfect in every way, but hates animals. Okay, interesting. So Wait. they cannot ever change their opinion. They hate all animals, but they are perfect for you They in your lifestyle and who you are and how they affirm you. I want you to imagine your dream person in every way. But if you drive past a zoo, they will sneer. So you'll never have a pet. You will never have a pet. They okay. hate animals. Very interesting because let me tell the listeners, before this, before we started recording the episode, Grace and I each thought of five well, this is just a sample. One. I know, okay. but we each thought of five perfect in every way questions that we were going to ask each other. And one of mine was not specifically hates animals, but can't be around, not because of an allergy, but just because of intense dislike, mm. can never have your preferred pet. So if you're a cat person, you will never be able to have a cat. If you're a dog person, never be able to have a dog. So you kind of stole one of mine. Oh, I see. But Well, no, because this is a bit different. Like they, this is someone who... Who hates animals now well, i know but, but this is why i want to use it as an example mm -hmm. because if you're listening and you haven't played this game before you may begin to extrapolate oh that means that they lack compassion it means that they lack that no that's not what it means they are still your perfect person they can be if if your perfect person is compassionate is nurturing they can still have those qualities except no animals not to animals it doesn't mean that they are that they abuse animals right. it just means they hate animals so sometimes people will say that, well, if they, if they this, then it means that. I'm like, no, the, it's just the curse is just a very black and white curse. Mm -hmm. It cannot be negotiated with and you shouldn't make guesses beyond what the curse is. I know. I'm just saying that that does kind of cover the gist of mine because if yeah. you hate all animals, then you're, you're not going to have, a, have a dog yeah. or a cat. Yeah. yeah and I, I actually, I think that would be a, a, a deal breaker for me. Like no dogs. You can never have a dog again. Well, could I have like a cat? Because I love dogs and cats I know. equally. Well, then I think no, because it, my my uh, hypothetical was like you won't be able to have your preferred pet. So like you could have a lizard or something. I think that then that could be fine. Okay, actually, like I I would probably just maybe have like a bird or I would yeah because I I really love animals, so I, I can see myself just finding another animal that I hadn't really considered before uh, yeah. as a pet and maybe just doing that. But I would, it, it's a bummer for I, sure. You just have to accept it's the curse and right. you love this person. For me, it would just depend like if I already had a dog because I don't think I would, I mean, I know I would not get rid of a dog for a partner, but like rehome a dog, like I would definitely not do that for a partner. But if I didn't have a pet and it was like, you have to kind of rethink your future with regard to pet, I don't know. 
Yeah, that would be hard. But anyway, I didn't mean to skip ahead with no, like, that's okay. getting so into I, them. But... Hopefully y'all understand the game. Yeah. And with that being said, do you want to, since I kind of took one of yours, okay. do you want to... This I'm going to start with a bit of a softball because I don't... I imagine you... We, we wrote them in a range, right? Yeah. Of like sort of silly Although, too serious. Not being able to have your pet that you want to have that's i listed pretty. as a serious one yeah i think that's serious okay, and yeah. i'm sure that that's actually some this is why this is like kind of a fun game i think because it can be a conversation starter because maybe some of y'all have been in relationships before where someone for a really valid reason just doesn't want to have the same pet as you mm-hmm. i think that comes up or a lot hates zoos well and it's kind of like not wanting to ever have pets is I feel like kind of a light version of a conversation that I know a lot of people have had of like one person wants kids and one doesn't. Right. So I didn't put that as a perfect in every way just because I feel like that's more like a genuine thing that comes up frequently. I feel like I know a decent amount of couples that have like broken up over that question. Well, I also think too that implies that like there's something imperfect about not wanting to have kids, which we don't want to insinuate with no, this game. No, not at all. It's This game is Same extreme, with pets. Yeah. yeah, this game is extremely subjective. That's kind of the fun thing about it. So for some people, it would be imperfect yeah, for a partner to not want to have kids or vice versa. For some people, they're like, I can't handle you wanting to have kids. Yeah, so I'll say, I'll say this as an example. I played this game with Reliant K. They were all, they were the funniest people I think I've ever played this game with. And one of the ones that I said, I was like, perfect in every way, but, <laughs> but once a year, we'll start a fight with your family. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys was like, start a fight with my family. And they're and like, about what? I'm like, well, since this person is perfect in every way, let's just assume it's for a righteous reason, like that they're starting this fight. And he was like, oh, that's a deal maker. Like, I'm going <laughs> to join her. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like some of these things I might say, or Lizzie might say, and you'll be like, that's not a deal breaker at all. That's a deal maker. Yeah. And I think that's super valid. And that's what makes the game fun. Okay, so for the gays, I feel like the one that I'm about to say could be a deal maker, or it could just be part of your normal everyday life. Right. So here it is. Okay. Perfect in every way, but every day will try to copy what you're wearing to wear, to wear like to some- a tee. Well, something very we'll similar. Because obviously yeah. they can't like go out and buy every morning before work like right. new clothes to match yours. But like if you're putting on like a green sweater and jeans, I'll try to put on like pretty much as close to the same outfit as I can. And, like, we'll be about to, like, go out to a party and then I'll, like, change at the last minute because I'll be like, oh, I want to wear the same thing as you. And I feel like it's kind of a funny stereotype that – I think it's a stereotype within the queer community. I don't yeah. know if, like, straight people think this about us. But within the queer community, I feel like especially with, like, queer women or non-men, there's, like, a stereotype that, like, we end up matching. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about this with uh, with Jax Anderson because she came with me to my show in Phoenix. We drove together. We did not talk the night before at all. I pick her up. <laughs> we're wearing the exact same thing. Really? And we were trying to explain, like, how with, like, the don't say gay bills and everything, how it's, like, it is so reductive to reduce queer people to just how we have sex and just pure, purely, like, what happens in the privacy of someone's bedroom. I was like, because actually, queer culture is the fact that Jax and I... <laughs> are wearing the exact same thing and we did not know what the other person was going to be wearing today. That would not be a deal breaker for me at all. But I will say that something I like is for someone to have their own personal sense yeah. of style. So it's not something, it wouldn't be a deal maker, but it's definitely not a deal breaker. I agree. It wouldn't be a deal maker. Although there's times that you and I have matched like 
to a strong degree, but yeah. unintentionally. But I think if I think dealing with somebody that was like sizing up what I was wearing every day and then like changing clothes over it would be super annoying. And there's sometimes when like you're going to a nice event and like you just don't want to match. Like you think it'd be nice to wear different outfits. Yeah, totally. Complimentary outfits um, that aren't the same. But I don't think it would I'd be the perfect in every way would be doing some heavy lifting in this one, yeah. but it would not be a deal breaker. Okay. So don't talk about the drink. Perfect in every way, but you hate their taste in music. I have, I have a, I have a similar one that I'll ask after this. Not the same, but similar vein. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would be a deal breaker. Like, I think again, it'd be annoying. But and I know for some people, like music is life, and it's a. I mean, I love music. I'm like a huge music appreciator. Don't get me wrong. I'm not at all saying like I don't care about music that much. Like, I really. I mean, you know, like, right. I'm a big follower of music, always have been, but I think I would be okay with it. I think I would actually be more annoyed or, like, not be able to deal if they had horrible taste in, like, movies and TV, because to me, that's mm. something you do together more, whereas music, you can at least, like, have the option of kind of listening to your own music in headphones, whereas... Like, yes, on car rides and around the house, like, it'd be annoying to have have to listen to music you didn't care for, but you also would have still an opportunity to, like, go for a run and really listen to your music or, like, go for a drive somewhere by yourself. But I think that be, would be, yeah, I think yeah, that would be really hard for me yeah. as a musician. Right. I think that that would just be, it, in some ways, because if I, like, hate is a very strong word, but this yeah. is the nature of the game. If I really hated their taste in music it would be really difficult for me to share my music with them because i would have a have pretty complicated feelings about what their response was like if yeah. they loved it then i would probably be like oh no <laughs> i'm trying and i'm trying to think of like exactly what it, i'm just trying to think of like if I hated someone's taste in music, like what's a, a genre type of music that like I really find grating? I keep thinking of like the Baby Shark was like oh, there was like there very much like this is the song that I listen to like pump me up. <laughs> like I think that that would be just pretty grating on me, and I think that it would be a hard thing to like live with and come home to and i i just don't think that even though everything else would be perfect i just don't think we'd be good partners for each other because mm. that's a huge aspect of my life that i just like really have to kind of cut off and i think then you're limiting the what what the rest of the relationship could be so it's a deal breaker for you it is a deal breaker for me i wonder how soon in you would start to like pick up on this because at right. first you might just be like huh like okay, maybe they have a bit of an eclectic taste. Like, you're not realizing how deep the problem is. You're yeah. just like, oh, like, I don't really love that song. But if it does it for them, like, I feel like you and I don't have a perfect overlap of musical tastes. We have Yeah, but you, I really love and respect your taste in music. And like, likewise. You, I feel like, like we've introduced each other yeah, exactly. to musicians. You've probably introduced me to more. And that's such an more, important but. thing. No, I, I think it's about even. Like, I feel like there, there are bands and artists that are in my regular rotation that I – 
totally associate with you and yeah same so i think that um that's a that's a really important quality to me so if i hated their taste in music i just i think that would be that would be a hard hump to overcome i feel like we have a very healthy venn diagram of musical tastes so it's like has a big overlap but we also have our own thing so but i'm just wondering like how soon in would you realize how small if not completely not intersecting the venn diagram i think within a month really i think within in a month of dating regularly i think i would put it together i would be like y'all know i love this person and obviously their music is doing a lot for a certain demo but like what are you if gonna say? jojo siwa oh is ouch. an incredible i i don't think that her music as of now mm-hmm. as of now for me mm-hmm. is soothing is I, something that I would <laughs> that like that like D R E A M like that would be that's I'm gonna come back like a boomerang. Yeah, but you know what? Like people love that. Kids love that song and mm-hmm. they and that's great and that's amazing for her and she is an incredible artist in other ways, but if I was dating someone and that was like their song was D R E A M, I would be like we I that is you know, that's rough. Okay, not to take us down too much of a tangent, but I actually feel like I'm excited to see what JoJo Siwa's music will be totally. when she has creative control because totally. my understanding is like Nickelodeon very much was producing what we've been hearing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, that makes to- it was for kids. Yeah. Like, of course, of course. I feel like maybe she's going to have some bangers in the future. I believe that. Yeah. I totally, that's why I'm saying like she's an incredible artist and right now this catalog is not for me, but yeah. it wasn't written for me. Right. Fucking 31 years old. Like <laughs> it's not written for me. So if I was dating someone that let's say in this, the world of perfect in every way is like around my age as well. And they're like, I claim D-R-E-A-M is my anthem. I'd be like, we've got some problems. Um, Sometimes when I'm having like a really bad day and like one thing after the other keeps happening, what pops into my head is, uh oh, it just keeps getting better. (laughs) Think about, you can't deny that they're catchy, but if that was like my person's like taste in music was that, was that was where the bar was, I would, it would be, it would be rough. It yeah. would be a thing. All right, give me another perfect in every way. Okay, so I had a similar one, but it is different in a meaningful way. So perfect in every way, but they can only, and this is a curse, they okay. can only listen to three musical artists. I don't know exactly what they are, but they're decent. Like Okay, so because they're perfect in every way. Yeah, let me explain a little bit more. So like these artists are not artists that you hate, but right. they're maybe not also your like top three not, of this all is time. A, not, not a deal breaker. And but like let me explain a little bit more. So like on a car rides, you have three three artists in rotation. And like they have decent sized catalogs. Like it's not three songs, like three artists. Right. Car rides have to be that. Around the house have to be that. Obviously you can listen to your own stuff in headphones, but yeah, around that's... this person. And like if you go to a party where they're playing other music, like she won't spontaneously combust, but let's say she'll like get pretty uncomfortable and be like asking to go home if they're playing other music at the party. Mm. Like it could be kind of debilitating. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, that could be tricky in settings where you can't control the ox, so to speak, Mm -hmm. but not remotely a deal breaker at all. In fact, I feel like I've gone through stages months Maybe even, I don't know, honestly, all of the pandemic was pretty much just like Lady Gaga, Carly Rae Jepsen, Whitney Houston. I would really do kind of listen to three artists. Well, I was thinking the same. I was like, I go through phases where I have like, honestly, like 15 songs that I'm just listening to, but I'm talking lifetime. I know that is that is a bit different, but I think that'd be fine. Okay. 
All right, I have another. I have I have a fun, like, absurdist one. Okay. Perfect in every way, but every third date or outing, so just, like, every third, think of, like, an excursion adventure, like, you're going to grab a bite or whatever. Yeah. They become convinced that a murder has occurred, and they will try to organize an investigation and play, like, a little Sherlock Holmes with the surrounding people. So, like, this morning, we went to uh, Earth Bar to grab some breakfast, coffees, and acai bowl. And if this was perfect in every way, and you were my perfect in every way contender, and this was our third outing, you would have <laughs> looked around Earth Bar and been like, babe, I feel like something's gone down here. Honest? We need to lock this place up. We need to figure out what went down and try and organize the patrons and the people working behind the counter to be like, <laughs> do you know, did, did something happen here? Like what ha Like basically that, and then try and like organize a little Sherlock Holmes like death on the Nile type of investigation. <laughs> the murderer is in Earth Bar. Honestly, I feel pretty strongly deal breaker. Yeah. I, I would find that one time it'd be like, wow, like maybe my partner does, you know, see something like this is, I should listen to them. Like what's going on? But after a few times, I would be like, not again. <laughs> you're like in a Starbucks. You're like, shut this place down. <laughs> There's been a murder. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, I cannot deal with People this. are like freaking out being like, what? Who's been murdered? We don't know yet. But something went, no, no. Sandra, get back in here. You're not leaving. Yeah, I would be like, I absolutely cannot deal with this. Yeah, I think that'd be a deal breaker for me too. But I like to throw in some absurdist mm -hmm. situations yeah, like that. Yeah, it's fun. Because you, because then you'd be like, you go to a wedding and you're like, okay, is this the okay? This is our second outing of the of the week, so like we're okay. Mm -hmm. the second outing of the month. Then then you realize, oh shoot, it's the third outing. We're at my parents' house. You'd be like, ah, Sarah and Chris, how convenient for you to join us. <laughs> Seems as though there's a person missing. Your mom's like, there was no one else invited. How convenient. <laughs> no record. No record. <laughs> Okay, I have another one. Perfect in every way, but will never eat at home. Has, you have to eat out. Yes. So like Can you eat in the yard? Like can you well, eat outside? Only if it's takeout. Like oh. cannot prepare will not eat food prepared in your home. Oh. So like every morning for breakfast, like has to walk down to the coffee shop or Whole Foods. Those are the places near us. Or like has to go, you know, somewhere nearby to grab stuff. I think it'd be okay if you like bring home prepared food maybe and eat it outside, but like, but for the most part, like goes out to eat or orders in for every well, single I'm meal. Well, I'm curious about your answer because you are such a little chef. Absolute deal breaker. And I was thinking this is one that maybe it would be not a deal breaker for you, but a deal breaker for me for a few reasons. Like one, I love to cook and I think I would be like pretty sad if I couldn't cook for the person that I loved because that's a huge creative and like relaxing outlet for me. Like I just love putting together a meal. I like really look forward to doing that. And also just from like a practical standpoint, it would be so annoying if like every morning like all right i gotta go get food it's like we have food like can yeah. we can i just make you something like no gotta go out and the other thing is too i'd be like if that's your deal you better be self-sufficient on that because that's so expensive i was just thinking about the cost and i would be like annoyed by i'd be like come on like we can use we can save a little bit more money and not go out to eat every meal well, so i'm wondering about the perfect in every way curse because maybe they were because it's their curse then like they have like it's like somehow it, taken yeah care somehow of. it's like not a financial burden okay let's say if 
money is no object in this world, what do you think? If money is no object, then it's fine. Okay. Because because I just think it, it it would be okay but I my first thought was that is really expensive yeah. like that I mean that would just be that's not just like people being a little uh hyperbolic about like avocado toast or something like if every single meal you have to eat out or get takeout well and I'm not saying you have to go to a sit-down place every single meal but like you have to go to the coffee shop and get a pastry for breakfast yeah. rather than just like making eggs at home uh, I think I think that would be that would be probably a deal breaker for me yeah it would be a deal even if the money wasn't involved it would be a deal breaker for me just because I think it would just be annoying to always have to think of that instead of being like I just want to stay in yeah and I also love cooking yeah I mean I lo- I love home cooking but I it's not something that comes naturally to me so i think that if it wasn't if it was you and you didn't cook or anything i would i would still choose you so i think that that's the that's my answer to that but not i prefer home cooking yeah it wouldn't you know it would definitely be something that i would have had to accept in my life okay perfect in every way but their style will benjamin button over time so you'll meet me like (laughs) this but then over time as we get older, my style will change proportionate to like a year behind, a year behind, mm-hmm. a year behind. So like by the time we're like in our 60s and 70s, I'm dressing like how I was like six or seven. And when I'm in like my 50s or 40s or something, I'm dressing like how I was in like middle school with like a butterfly clip in my hair. <laughs> Honestly, fine. Really? I don't think that'd be a deal breaker. Because I mean- I go through an emo phase at 50. Sure. That's the thing. Like styles come back around and I feel like people that are now 30 are kind of dressing, you know, we're kind of dressing like we did in middle school a bit, just inspiration wise, maybe not the exact same thing. But like the Y2K trend, like you and I turned- or you and I experienced Y2K, like the year 2000, Mm -hmm. when we were in third grade. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're inspired by those trends now, but I'm not dressing like a third grader. So I guess it's not exactly like what you're saying, but I do think like trends come back around and I really feel like what we're trending towards is like more irreverence with clothing. Like, you know, wear super baggy stuff, wear like a bra as a shirt like whatever i think people are kind of breaking down yeah traditional style more and more and i don't see that going away so yeah it'd be a little strange but it certainly wouldn't affect like the perfect in every way like if it's just what you're wearing it's like that's fine like you treat me great i am in love with you I can yeah. deal and, with and whatever. That's generally how i feel about style ones for perfect in every way where i'm like well like if they're my perfect person then Unless it's, like, a style that would be offensive, yeah. I just don't. Wear t-shirts with a slur on them every day. Yeah, probably like, not. absolute <laughs> yeah. deal breaker. But if it's, like, has a style that is not necessarily, like, my taste, I'm like, who cares? Great. Yeah. If, if they're happy and then our relationship is great, I don't care. Yeah, I feel the same. You did a perfect in every way one time when we were playing the game that was, like, perfect in every way, but will alter all of your clothing and, like, write on it or, like, cut pieces out of it and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, I don't know. Well, that'd be hard for you because of your job. Yeah. (laughs) Like, rolled into Like, I just need a blazer and I just need a suit that doesn't have coloring on it. Yeah. (laughs) You can do it.
Okay, Hit me. this is my last one that I prepared in advance. Perfect in every way, but at least like a couple times a year, will fake illnesses. Like oh. to varying degrees of seriousness, I would say I'm not going to go so far as to say faking cancer or something where it's like they're going to be in treatment necessarily, oh. but like you know, you're getting ready to go on a trip and then like they come down with COVID, but you have like a That's very serious, strong though. sneaking suspicion that, I mean, I'm not saying COVID isn't serious, but it's, you don't like typically go to the hospital like right. you would for cancer. Right. Um. So not like a... Not something that you have to like do major treatment to resolve, but like, you know, you're you're excited to go on vacation and then like the week before they quote unquote, come down with COVID, but like you start getting a really strong sneaking suspicion that like mm. it's not adding up and like their tests are all negative, but they're like, oh mm. no, this one's positive, but it looks kind of like faked or something. And you just start to get like really suspicious. That would be, I think that again, since I know the game, I understand that this is just in a vacuum. This yeah. is a curse. They've been cursed with this. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it was put upon them to fake illnesses. But I think that that would erode trust. Yeah. And if it was such a consistent thing, I think that that would be a deal breaker. I know. I kind of feel like it would it would depend too on the timing. If it was like they're you're not doing anything and they just kind of like want to call off work and they're like, I'm sick. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I don't really know if you are, but like if you need a mental health day, like that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um but I think if it was like missing vacations that you'd both been looking forward to just because they like feel this compulsion to fake an illness, I'd be like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. But also like you couldn't totally prove it, but you kind of know that they're faking it and they are indeed faking it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I, I, hope, I, I don't mean to be too much of a bummer, but I'm like, that would really be shitty. Even if it was, I know the game, like it's not, they didn't. I mean, They're not maliciously right. doing anything, but still, it's just baked into a lot of like honest dishonesty, and I think that would just be very difficult to thrive off of. I agree. I mean, as somebody that used to fake sick in like elementary and middle school all the time, I kind of like have some sympathy, but I also feel like it'd be one thing if you're like, I'm just not feeling well, like I don't want to go to that party. Like, I'm having cramps right. or something, and you're kind of like, okay, you can just say you don't want to go to the party. We can stay in tonight. But if it's like, I have the flu and I need, like, serious attention and, like, less of the sniffles and more of, like, I'm really sick, but you think it's fake, I think – and also, I'd be worried about them. Like, if you got COVID tomorrow, I'd be worried about you. Like, right. I know we're vaccinated and stuff, but I'd still be, like – concerned like i'd be spending a lot of mental and emotional energy like wanting to make sure i didn't get sick but wanting you to be okay wanting to take care of you and to pour in that kind of attention and energy of like caring for somebody and feeling like it's for something that's faked i think would feel like really hard yeah all right i have a i have a few more okay i have two more hit me this one is basically just a gay question there's some people who are going to hear this one and be like oh that's my life perfect in every way but or and who who needs a but <laughs> perfect in every way and is best friends with all their exes mm. i'm talking like we're going on vacation we're going out to dinner they are late nights hanging out they are best friends with all of their exes no problem i don't think that's a big deal at all i mean it's funny because neither you or i are really friends with our exes but also like we met when we were 21 22 
So it's just been like almost 10 years since we've dated anybody else. And like we've moved across the country. It's just a lot has happened. Yeah. It's like we didn't didn't really had like been in a position to be great friends with anybody we dated in the past. But like if that were not the case, if we had met like two years ago and you had like a couple exes and out here in L.A. and they were around, I'd be fine with it. Like you're perfect in every way, which means like you love me and you make me feel secure and everything. And I'm not thinking like you're going back to them. Yeah. Then sure. That's my exact thinking, too, which is that this is we're assuming because of the game, a perfect partnership. Obviously, no partnership is perfect, but like this is a a dream partnership. Yeah. And the two of you are really in love and also they're best friends with some of their exes or all of their exes, whatever it may be. It's kind of like, fuck that has to do with me. Like, I don't care because our relationship's solid. So that wouldn't yeah. be a deal breaker. But I know that for some people, I rem- I did this one on the tour as well. And like a bunch of the guys were like, no, there's no way. Like I, that, I would just be way too insecure about that, which is also really valid. But I feel like in the queer community, it is much more common probably than with straight people to be friends. And I think there's a bunch of reasons for that. But I can see a world in which I would like really get along with somebody that you dated in the past, because Mm -hmm. maybe like, that person and I would have a lot in common and right, like, be good friends. Yeah, we can talk about you behind when you're not there. Yeah, in some ways, it could be a nice outlet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is my last perfect in every way. Mm hmm. Perfect in every way, but every vacation or hotel or, like, excursion, out-of-town trip that you go on, they will call the front desk or a manager to complain about something. Oh, that is such a good one. Mmm, that's really tough, because that is a very unattractive quality to me. Like, people that complain about service or at the restaurant, like, anywhere. It's one thing to say, like, okay, this is a perfect example. You and I get coffee a good amount, like, out. And I feel like there's a trend that people get it wrong whether the drink's supposed to be iced or hot. Well, we're thinking about one specific place that we go to. Yeah, but I've had that happen to me many places. I feel, And I'm always very specific, like, I would like it iced, please. And, like, they'll mess it up. Like, that, the drink will be right, but the hotter ice thing, like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like coffee shops, like get that messed up a lot and i never once have had them remake it Mm -hmm. because it's like it's not that big of a deal like i'm not a huge fan of hot drinks but i can wait for it to cool down a bit and like i'm just not to me it's just so wasteful to be like throw this away yeah because they're not gonna they can't do anything with it at that point they have to just throw it away Mm -hmm. and i know like just yesterday you got you were like very clear they even asked like is this hot or iced you're like hot and then it comes out iced Mm -hmm. and like you just drank it like you and i may grumble a little to ourselves like on the way back like oh man like they have messed that up a lot (laughs) like how do we i don't know what we can do to get them what impression am i giving off that i'm an iced gal (laughs) i'm a hot guy (laughs) yeah like it's annoying sure but also like it's not that big of a deal and i don't i'm not saying like you should never send back a drink that's not made right but it's also like I do think it's wasteful. Like, they're going to throw it away. It's more like, I mean, the place we go doesn't use any plastic, so that's good. But even like throwing away an extra paper cup, it's just wasteful. And I just don't want to be that person that makes them redo it. So I feel like that's kind of my starting point is like, I 
don't really love to rock the boat in terms of customer service type stuff. Like I know those jobs are really hard and there's a lot of moving parts and I just don't want to be that person. So I think to be with a partner who was like the opposite and always I'm gonna rock the boat. Right. And like always consider it rocked. Complaining. Ugh. I don't know. Because if it's only on vacations, on the one hand, like you don't go on vacations all the time, but on the other hand, vacations are supposed to be your peaceful time. Mm-hmm. I'm like really on the fence. What do you I, think? I, it would be a deal breaker for me. As an Enneagram 9, that type of confrontation especially is my nightmare. Mm-hmm. I think it is rude, unnecessary, and given the the way that I like asked or framed the question – it's that they will call the front desk or a manager, like not that there that there's actually anything to complain about. It means that they're looking for something to complain about, mm-hmm. and that quality, even if it only manifested on vacations, would just would really stress me out. That that stuff really really stresses me out in a way that I think would be incompatible long term. Yeah, I. If I had to say, I'm like right on the fence with that one, just because I'm thinking like they're perfect in every other way. But I, if I had to pick one, I probably would say deal breaker just because also I really love vacations. I mean, who doesn't? But like you and I are big on taking even just like a local getaway to recharge. Mm-hmm. And that's really important, I feel like, to my well-being and mental health is to like get a change of scenery, even a day trip. But like we love to go out of town like maybe once every few weeks. And that would like put a huge damper on that very important piece of my well-being if somebody was complaining during that so probably have to be a deal breaker probably well that concludes the very first installment we think although if any loyal listeners loyal house guests out there can remember if we've played this game before please let us know but i don't think so but that concludes what i believe to be our first installment of perfect in every way I think it is too. I scrolled back. It feels almost like we've done it before, but I play this game a lot. Yeah, but I scrolled back through our episode titles and I don't think we have. But what I'm wondering is maybe we played it on like a TikTok live one time or something. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But I can't recall. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you had fun. Let yeah. us know your perfect in every way questions. Let us know if you can think of any scenarios uh, for perfect in every way. We love to play. I have a few uh sort of back pocket perfect in every ways that i'm always like bringing out on road trips and if this makes me sound like the most annoying person to bring on a road trip i accept that i accept that assessment you're not and thank you so much for listening for playing along we will see you next week on for a brand new episode of under, under our, our roof. roof bye bye